Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Talking with T. In this episode, I'm joined by Neri, who is a poet and an all-round person. We begin by her telling us or telling me about what inspired her to start writing poems and get involved in the in the poetry scene. Uh, we also talk about how her race and religion plays a role in her art and uh, in the middle we talk about how about the, the whole protests black lives matter and some current issues and we finish off with her um, performing two two great pieces of of her poems so stick around for that and enjoy Thing. you keep going and you don't give up you do what you have to do it's a new season for everybody now for some people it's been good for some people it's not so good but no. in all things give thanks especially during now like during the times right now and the things that are happening around the world um yes yeah people really need to hear something like that as well like just to stay strong and keep going no matter yes. what they're facing yeah. Uh, so f- let's talk about you because you are you are very <laughs> a very creative person. Um, if you say so. <laughs> I mean, your, your your work speaks for itself, so it's not me saying it; it's it's your work. Let's oh, say. Oh, thank you. you know? I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and um, you um, how do you describe yourself as just a poet or just a creative okay. in general? So. I'm not just a one-trip poet, yes, mm. I, my, my brand is Poetry Binary, but I'm all about spoken word, I'm all about creative writing, mm. you know, I've yeah. always said I'm not a one-dimensional poet, even though when I first got back into writing, it was mainly around race mm. and faith, however, I've had to sort of diversify if I want to reach a wider audience, I didn't just want to limit myself to mm. those two topics, and in the almost five, six years that I've actually got back into obviously doing poetry, mm. you know, doing different things has definitely helped my writing as well. And just obviously hearing other people because of, there's a lot of inspiration that I have yeah. from real life situations and from just the world around me. I mean, do I do things that are fictional sometimes? Right. Yes, because obviously you've got to have, if I'm going to do something that's a comedic, you know, that's when you're going to have a fictional side. But there's always a story behind every piece that I do um, as well. I think you can't just you can't just be a writer for the sake of writing. You've got to know what you're doing, what you're putting into it. You've got to have, there's got to be some thought process. Okay, so you actually have to well. plan it. Like, is it never like... Yeah, I do. The way I do my, the way I do my poems is look, if, I, if something just comes to mind or if I think, oh, I want to just try this, I would like plan it first, so okay. I'll write a few lines, but if I don't like what I'm seeing, I will always need it off as well, because at the same time, what you're putting your work out there, so mm. if you want people to see you've got to make sure that it's polished before you put it out. I would never put out something that I don't approve of myself Yeah. Um, as well, and that's why I say I'm not just a one trick, I am many things in this as well mm. even though it's just me <laughs> yeah i am the face of my own brand I've, everything that I've, I've got to do is just 
on point. I am gonna make mistakes. I'm not always gonna get it right first time, but you learn. No, nobody taught me. Nobody taught me apart from being in school where I loved English mm. because that's where it all stemmed from. My love of English okay. as well. So nobody taught me how to write poetry or anything like that. I was sort of that doing that myself. But obviously, when I got to say my my early twenties, which was my nineteen twenty, when I started to get back into writing, that's when things started to kick in. Oh, okay. Um, again, sorry, not to Papa, not to cut you off. But, uh So, when did you actually start like getting into poetry? Is this like before? Right. Or... Okay. So I started to get into poetry uh, around my childhood. My okay. childhood was obviously my first introduction to poetry. As I said, I loved English from a mm. young age, like primary school, secondary school, getting into competitions, that sort of thing. Really, and poetry was that that thing in English. That stood out to me because it allowed me to just write freely, be my own creative, be my own thing, really. Um, and then obviously it started from there. And that's mm. how I started to get into it. I actually, you know, and I still got this book with me all now. Um, my brother, the other poet in the family, bought me this book for the poetry ah. every day of the year. And it, I've had two that of you. since my childhood. It, there's two of us, yeah. yes. <laughs> that's good. We are, we are very two different poets, spoken word artists, but we're both passionate about what we do. Okay. Really. So some of the time I did look up to him and I listened to the style. So some of my delivery came from him and some of the stage techniques as well came from him. Mm. Everything I do is just all me and I sort of that, 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 that did my way of doing things really. Yeah. Yeah. Like your own so, your own spin on it or your own unique character. Yeah. In the, the performance. Definitely. Okay. I have a unique name, so I've got to have a unique spin on it. <laughs> and there is definitely a unique name. I've not had it anywhere. Um, Um, you were saying before, like um, that you you only limited your poetry uh, with race and being. Yeah, at first, yeah. when I started to get back into writing, because when I started to get back into writing, I wasn't in, living in Bangor at the time. I was oh. living in a small island that didn't have many black people my age group on, um, Jersey, and I think it was around a time when it was the Mike Brown, Eric Lloyd. Mm situation and obviously there was more open conversations and I did feel some way about it because for a while I just felt like there was a gap where there was a lot of talk about racial discrimination openly and mm. I just thought, I've got all these thoughts in my head I'm feeling this way I just need to put it onto paper so I just started writing writing mm. writing just randomly just got out of my book yeah and it just started all there and it just started there really and then when I moved back to Birmingham, um, not not long afterwards, I, you know, I still was, I, I was, I think I was still was writing in between and stuff like that. But then I thought to myself, I don't want to sit on it. I want to share my poetry a bit more. And it yeah. was after a performance at a church. Um, and I thought, you know what, that following weekend or two weekends later after that church service, Poetry Binary just 
came and you know it's been there for five years or yeah. over five years now I started my Facebook page and I've expanded mm. yeah single-handedly yeah. so well, very yeah. grateful for that yeah um it must have been tough to do it by yourself but you you still manage yeah mm. I still manage and even though I started from the race and the faith mm. you know having to explore different things have definitely helped my writing because you can't put yourself in a bubble yes mm. know your audience but don't put yourself in a bubble yep. don't put yourself in a bubble because i've done something for weddings you know i've had people ask me to do different things for church services that sort of thing mm. um, obviously the poetry slams and um, the open mics and, yeah and, know, and also uh, the the person that introduced me to you also said you're writing yeah. a poem for him as well. So yes, you do like um, that's that's in the works at the moment. Uh, I'm currently collaborating. Um, with, I'm not gonna give too much details. Don't, don't, you, don't, you don't have <laughs> to. That. But uh, um, yeah, that's currently in the works mm. at the moment. So I'm just go just going through a draft in the stage, and then hopefully that should be out. I'm hoping the end of September, October, before I'll be asleep. Oh, okay. So when you see it, you see it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. Uh, that's actually interesting as well. So I want to ask you as well, like, like how long does it take you to write a poem from start to finish? That depend oh, on, on other stuff? That's, or... a very good que- that's a very good question. It depends yeah. on what it is. And it depends on how long the poem is. Because oh, okay. obviously different poems have different sort have a different languages have a different have a different language to it because mm. obviously i'm expressing in the mindset rather than that person so usually some poems can take me a couple of days because obviously i'll go back and forth especially if it's for somebody i want to make sure mm. obviously it's good right you know it can take up to probably five minutes to up to a week Oof. so you know okay. it, it all depends as well as some people might say, oh, there's, there's no rush to it. So obviously I could take a bit of a break, focus on any other stuff mm. um, as well, especially obviously building, building my brand. And, you know, I can do that, but just remember, look, this person needs something. Yep. As well. So I would, when it comes to obviously people, I will always make sure I have a deadline, have a deadline. I say, look, how long? So. Oh, okay. So like when, you, you still give yourself that. I still keep myself a deadline because yeah. at the same time, you know, if you have an obligation to me, especially as a creative writer, you don't want to miss mm. that deadline because obviously, you know, that's everything. That's everything. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Because at the end of the day, occasion. Yep. at the end of the day, you need like results, right? Something, oh, yeah. something to show for it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Uh-uh. Definitely. So, yeah, you know, as I said, five minutes is probably the shortest time. You know, Oof. if I'm, if if the words just come out um, straight, yeah. it can be it can be less than that because obviously you know the shorter the poem, the yeah. less time it can take. So, all right. What what kind of what kind of poetry do you like or do you prefer? I mean, I guess you pref- you like all type of poetry, but yeah. is it spoken word or is it um, short form poems or? I don't have one particular topic. Mm. or type I, I'm very versatile um, okay. and I think my versatility speaks for itself because obviously 
sometimes I can express the poetry in first person, second person, or third person, okay. or it can just be a passage as well. I'm just writing a passage. So for me, I can't say I can pick one. I like all mm. as well because I'm able to express myself through all forms okay. as well. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, or maybe maybe it's a bit of a stretch to compare it, but it's kind of like hip hop, and in the yes. way it's like it comes in various forms. Like there's uh, rapping or MCing, and then there's uh, like beatboxing, and then there's dancing. Like yeah. I, I I like all forms, but I can't choose which yeah. one's better than than the other. No, it's 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 hard. It's not like singing dancing or music poetry is a it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a very complicated art at times mm. it's not like you could just say oh, okay i like this song but i don't like that because everybody has their own preferences on that and it's easy yeah. to distinguish but yeah what were you saying before so you're saying, yeah, saying uh, poetry is more complex yeah, poetry is complicated because yeah. it's not like singing dancing mm. where you can distinguish between the two you know, poetry, it's all about the words so you're hearing people speak. But okay. if there's one thing I would say I don't I dislike about poetry is that sometimes it can some poems can be forgotten because I've been to some competitions, I've heard some yeah. poetry and I'm just like I don't hear the depth to it. I'm like, give me something that will remember that I can remember it by. Like I'm oh. watching you, I want to enjoy you. So what, well. what, um, what is it? What, what's that, that, that thing that, that, that uh, helps you remember it? Yeah. That's something that summarizes like the meaning behind it as well, because you can hear mm. some pops and you just have no idea what it's about uh, as well. So like it, it can be too thing. abstract sometimes. Yeah, it can be too abstract. Okay. You know, I'm not saying everything has to be mushy and silky and all of that sort of stuff, but you know. Give me something that I can just say, you know what, that was such a good piece. Mm. Just give me a line. Just give me a line. But regardless, regardless, I'm still going to clap for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to clap for you because it's a sign of respect. It's a sign of respect. Right. And I would want someone to do that to me. How, however good or bad my performance is, because I've had mm. some, I've had some of those nights. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I've had some of those. Oh. You know, you look at some of those and I can tell you them. The worst performance I've had um, in the last year. So yeah, I would I would want people to clap for me as as I've done a bad performance. Done a bad performance. Mm. The way I would do for somebody because that's just who I am. I respect everybody's art. Because it's not easy getting up, up on stage. Yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. Like the, yeah. it must be pretty nerve wracking. That's for sure. I think the build up, the build up mm. towards it, you prepare for it, and you're like, okay, yeah, I got this. But it's when it's that builder, that's when mm. you're quite when it sits and say, Oh my goodness, I'm doing this, they're gonna call my name. No mm. turning back. Yeah. No turning back. No. no so so is that is that how you prepare yourself? You like you tell yourself like there's no turning back, so you might as well No turning back. Yeah, I may I may, I may as well like I'm here now. Yeah. I may as well do it because you know, if it it's it, it's just me one and that saying mm. it's me, my phone, my book. And I've got the stage, right. so you know, and you know, and obviously the audience as well. You just never know, so you've got to put yourself in the, the, the mind frame. No matter how many times 
you prepare or anything like that. It is mm. you are gonna get you are gonna get nervous Ooh. because at the same time you just don't know who's gonna be there. Yeah. You just don't. Yeah, like I, I hear a lot of people who like performance artists and they they're always saying like um like no matter how many times they get on stage and this is like either like coaches or public speakers, they're like you're always yeah. they always have that nervous feeling. But it's more yeah. about accepting it and just doing it anyway, right? Definitely. And I think mm. another thing is it, it depends on the piece that you do. Because yeah. there's times I've had a piece and I'm just going to be like, I'm looking at this audience, I might want to scrap it. But then I'm uh, like, no, I'm going to do it. No, I'm going to do that. And I think that happened in, I think it was one of my last performances just before lockdown at the mm. Birmingham Hippodrome. I was at the oh, cool. Poetry Festival. Yeah. And not only did I perform, I also volunteered as well a few days later as well. Oh, okay. I, like to get involved, I, I like to get involved in community activities um, as best as possible. I like to serve people. So one of the last, one of the one of the poems that I did in that selection there in the open mic on the opening night at the Birmingham Hippodrome, a very big venue. I didn't yeah, realize that had another mini, mini big theater. You know, it was race topic i'll work back to the stuff that i wrote oh. and I, it was a fresh new piece never read it before and it was about obviously race stereotypes with, with regards to black females and so forth you know we would get so with angry i didn't even know what was to come from that the whole george floyd thing yeah the george floyd thing yeah happening so that was the first set um, the first piece I had set the Birmingham Hippodrome, mm. and I read that, and people clapped, and it so happened during my volunteering session, people a few days, regardless of where they were from, because it was important to get to the festival all over the world. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, you were saying, I think it was... Yeah, the Birmingham Hippodrome. Yeah. So, yeah, I did a poem, I did a poem, I did a poem that I hadn't done for a long time, on race, and mm. I just thought, you know what, it's time that you know, I did a poem about race openly in front of a performance. I was going to scrap it at one point, but I just thought, oh. you know what? I'm going to do it because oh, at the so same time, you... I think we need to hear. We we need we need to hear that. We need to still speak about it. Yeah. Just yeah. because it, we're not seeing the protests and stuff like that, we need to we need to still speak about it. And yeah. I shouldn't really, you know, allow that to hinder me from, you know, at least trying to educate mm. in, in my art. Yeah. So, you know, I did that. That was the first set um, of the po- of the selection of, po- of poems that I read that night. Like, about five ten minutes, right. yeah. and then um, people that people that saw me there from on the Thursday night when I was volunteering on the Saturday and Sunday, they, they came up to me and said, "Oh my goodness, I recognise you from the other night." Mm. And even the creative artistic director, bless him, he yeah. came to me on the Sunday. He was absolutely amazing, and I got right. a little bit of because I thought. Birmingham Hippodrome is a big venue. The creative artist director is coming up to me. Mm. I did a poem about race, and you see how amazing I am. So that's, you know, that's, that that's powerful, right there. That's what that was. That does yeah. show that the message had wasn't forgotten. They mm. knew they knew what they were hearing. Yeah, and uh, I'm, and I'm guessing it, it, re- it uh, resonated with almost everyone that was watching you. Yeah, right. well, it was a mixture of black. And, it was a mixture of black and white. Mm. Uh, black, white, and Asian. Mm. You know, as I said, people from 
all over the world flew because that is probably one of the biggest poetry festivals in the UK. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had I had the map, I had the program, and I thought this is absolutely massive. <laughs> Literally, yeah. this is huge. Even yeah. some of the people that obviously I saw, I see at some of the slams, they were there as well. So you know, it was good yeah. to see a familiar face there, and I, I took my brother with me as well. Okay. And then he did it open mic as well so it was just good just to be involved in any capacity really mm, so yeah, yeah I, just like, I like to get involved in obviously with the community i like to do my bit um as well so you know hey <laughs> i did that you did you did like when, did that. So, that, might, yeah. that must have been a great experience though like um it was yeah. because i got to see think other poems other poets mm. as well um one of the things that stood out to me was, I think it was a black artist, mm. and he not only had his DJ decks, he was DJing and speaking over his music at the same oh. time, rapping, or in a poetic fashion. You hear rap, mm. but you haven't heard the rap in that sort of style, and I thought, yeah. this is very unique and different. Right, yeah. And I was there, I had some of the Caribbean stuff, which was very good as well. You know, because with a festival of that nature, there's got to be something for everybody. Yeah. Just like me, I'm giving something for everybody because mm. you want to de- develop your audience. Yeah, yeah, it's true. As well. So is a like, how much does race play a part in your poetry? Like, say, race, um, also re- religion as well? Religion plays a yeah. big part. Um as well would you say it and plays a bigger it, part than rest or... i would say they're both even okay because at the same time you know i'm black yeah and i am a christian at the same time as well mm. you know it's only i think in the last year or so i've started to get back to writing on that because i wanted to explore other avenues in my poetry yeah as well but i realized actually i need to start getting back to what it is but because i've been advertising in different venues and things like that like and, and, and magazines you know i don't want i didn't want the audience to think oh my goodness this girl is just too you know stereotypical mm. black female right, you know, i've got yeah. to be careful but at the same time you know i still want people to see a side of me that doesn't forget who i am mm. as well and i and i did openly talk about the black lives Mm. matter when it came to the art blackout day i did the black square on my facebook page i did it on instagram and i said look you know i'm not ashamed Mm. i am a black before anything else i'm a black female and you know and i don't think anyone had seen that before because i I strayed away from doing the whole race thing when it comes to my poetry but obviously i thought you know what i still want people to realize regardless i'm still black yeah. and I'm still human exactly. you, know, yeah. you know racism isn't over I do not tolerate racism mm. in my art you know I want to be taken seriously regardless of my background and mm. who I am yeah I like that well, I love that I love the the fact that that you you recognize that yes you are you are a human like yeah. yes you are you are a black woman but you also say that there's more to you than just 
the color of your skin like and you said yeah. like that's that's why you're trying to uh pursue these different avenues of trying to exp yeah. uh, express yourself yeah and that's 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 I love that. I love I love that when people re like not just realize, but when they express it that way, like yes, I'm black, but I'm also all these other things. I'm also you know I'm also a mother. I'm also a sister. I'm also you know I'm also a Christian. I'm also someone who's trying to search for truth out there. Someone who's just trying to live their best life, like not add yeah. any more pain to the world because there's already enough yeah. pain out there, as we can see. Yeah, <laughs> way too much pain, but but yeah, um, and I don't know, like, uh, do you think? Because I feel like um, it's like the frustration that you mentioned before of having like um, like there's no open, there's not enough open dialogue about like race topics. Uh, especially in the UK and stuff like we that. We still have a we still have a long way to go mm. until people, you know, recognise that actually you have no idea the yeah. shoes yeah. that we have been, the shoes that we are in. Yes. Because if we make one wrong move, no matter big or small, we're automatically mm. labelled, and I think. This is why I am grateful for obviously movements like the Black Lives Matter. I am grateful for people being more open to social mm. media yeah. and so forth. Because at the same time, it's either we stay silent and we don't have anything to influence change, or we actually do something and stop talking. Because mm. for me, for many years, there's been a lot of talk, but not enough action. And that's yeah. sort of, I think, stunted the growth of the wider black community in general because mm. of that and obviously it has obviously impacted mental health and so forth yes. look at the look at look at the windrush scandal for example i'm using this as an analogy who would have thought somebody who's been living it all of their lives mm. all of a sudden has been told i have to go back to my i have to go back to the country where i literally haven't built any mm. roots any foundation yeah and they're there they're... I think I think well correct me if I'm wrong, their related or their relatives are the ones that fought in the war for Britain yes. as well. Yeah. Yes. So there's that to add on to it as well. Yeah. You know, that that, that saddens me. It and is, it saddens yeah. me to the fact that people are obviously dying as a result of the stress mm. of that as well. You know, that's when you're talking about the Windrush generation, you're talking about a generation that practically mm. built Britain mm. to what it is now. Well, that's they the thing. The like, of the black, so, the black culture. Behind uh, the scenes, they were working, mm. and you're taking that right away from them. Yeah. Because uh, the thing is, like, of course, the, the uh, black people in the US have had um, a different history to blacks in the UK. So... For some reason, when people when people talk about racism, they only focus on the U.S. because I guess it's more blatant there, like you can see it more clearly yeah. or something. And then here, it's, it's more it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah, like it's 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 everywhere. It's, it is like, and I feel like people, I don't know, like it, people struggle to talk about it with others. Like say, uh, talking to white people about race. Uh, I feel like some 
some black people don't want to talk to white people about race because they feel like white people can't understand uh they can't understand their plights they can't understand um their experience so how do you and that, is, and that is true yeah yeah and how how would you go about doing that then like how do we have a more open conversation about race because of, the, co of course you're gonna have to speak to we, white people about it like we were living we in england and you know it's <laughs> like we're what are we like four percent of the population or something yeah yeah so there's gonna have to be some open conversations about it it's gonna have to be more mm. open and i think you know it starts from look you have to start from way back the historical mm. times until the current day to say because of that there is still that okay there is a superiority over black people mm. there is a white superiority over black people in this moment in time everybody like, oh well that's not true that's not true you know it's like my color of the skin yeah but at the same time would you do that for somebody of your own color highly unlikely would mm. you make somebody feel really really bad if they were the color of the same color as you mm. no but you put more pressure on that that person making them feel uncomfortable because they might not see certain things, but we do, and it's all about us mm. reading them between the lines. Right, like so. It's it's, it's, like the, it's almost like the lens through which you see yeah, your reality. They, yeah. It's about uh, I think it's about putting pe people putting people in their people putting themselves in people's shoes mm. and seeing it for themselves and not and realizing actually just think before you act, think before you think before you speak. As yeah. Well. Because there is still a lot of stereotyping. There is still, and I there feel is. I feel like most of it comes from a place of ignorance. Yeah. So they may they say something, and obviously it's not to excuse what they're saying, but they'll say something, and then they don't realize like, okay, that was actually racist. That was actually kind of based yeah. on like a preconceived notions of uh, someone's race. So yeah, I feel like you have to. Again, like I was saying, like um, of course it's not your job to educate anyone. It's not. It's not like you shouldn't feel yeah. like you have to. But I we feel shouldn't, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't have to. But I'm saying that if people can't understand mm. their actions yeah. and the implications of what they say, yeah, that's when obviously education. That's when it, exactly the education yeah. has to come into place. However, mm. people are doing different things to make people aware, make people know that actually you can't just around being racist and mm. that had consequences i mean yesterday i saw the the viral video of the Go man of the tube yeah yeah and i and i just thought you know what <laughs> you cannot provoke i don't as much as i don't con con condone violence mm. you are asking you're asking for, for yeah. trouble you yeah. can't expect to say certain things mm. horribly in a derogatory manner and not have some sort of consequences for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you talk about race being a hate crime. Mm. Why isn't race criminalized as much as anything else? Mm. I don't understand it. Like, some people get off for worse things like on a lighter sentence, but race yeah. is not one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, it's, 
I don't know. I would, I would I guess it's a minority problem. So the majority yeah. don't really put it as a priority, I guess. And but yeah, the guy that got punched on the on the tube, he he deserved yeah. it. The thing is, it's like yes, you like you know, there's this thing about free speech. You have the right to say whatever you want to say, but if what you say um, offends someone, then you better be ready for the consequences of your actions. Right? Yes. It's like that. But um, obviously not every, and I'm pretty sure you, I'm not sure, but I'll, I'll ask you anyways. Um, not every white person is like that. And No, of course not. There right? are some people yeah. that generally understand and they get it. Mm. You know, I, I live in a, in a tiny island, nine by five, where there wasn't that much black people my age. And yeah. the black people that sort of where my age they weren't really interested in mixing with other black people yeah so you know me i was always the open one but mm. at the same yeah. time there was a there was a time where i thought oh my goodness i don't like certain personalities yeah you because obviously you know you're around there you have to sort of mold yourself yeah because different what, cultures there was, isn't it? There, was very, there was very few times where where i was allowed to obviously be a bit, a bit black. Yeah, you know, just basically, say, yeah, black. This is my culture, but obviously, it's mm. not everywhere. It's mm. not everywhere, but obviously, again, racism is everywhere, regardless. It is, it's it everywhere. is. Like, how do we... I don't know, because I feel like uh, people don't really want to talk to each other. Like, like, um, like someone like you is, very, is a very unique individual. Like not everyone is open to talking to people about race or talking to white people about race or even I think there are, educating there are some them. Envi- there are some environments where obviously it can be a bit tolerant because when mm. it came to the Meghan Markle thing, and you know, no matter how many times I tried to at least say something, it was like, oh no, it wasn't because of that. I'm just thinking, I just wish you would get it. Like, mm. You have no idea. At the same time, it's not because she didn't want to follow. The queen, if yeah. because of all of her sin, because if it was Kate, she wouldn't get the bait. Mm. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, it just yeah, I mean, it just goes to show what the the British public um, and their views are of yeah. anyone in a higher like position with who, who they're not used to seeing. For example, well, welcome well, back or back. <laughs> uh but yeah so like yeah of course racism is everywhere even in the even in the uk and but uh, what do you think uh i think it's i don't know if it's still happening like of course the protests are still happening and you know yeah just because the media isn't covering it but you know it's still it's still it's happening still, it's still happening it's yeah. still happening regardless mm. um but yeah so i don't know like i was watching a video on youtube the other day and um they were talking about uh, defunding the police, for example, but they were also talking yeah. about doing that here in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, what do you think about that? Because I... Right, okay. Because here it's not the like... Thing um, is, like we, we, we don't... Defund... Sorry, go on. If we defund the police, mm. then, you know, you're taking away a little bit of protection because other crimes still... Uh, happen at the same yeah. time as well so there's two sides to this mm. so you 
if we defund the police, we're taking away, obviously, some of the other crimes that they have to do. But at the yeah. same time, I would invest more in training on mm. discrimination. You know, let's turn it around in terms of getting training, building the awareness. Yeah. Um, as well. And not just police, the teachers. Yeah. The teachers. Yeah. Because obviously, you know, it's institutional racism mm. in those environments that holds black people back. Even though not all black people obviously will be held back, yeah. it makes, you know, black people still feel inferior mm. in those sorts of environments as well. So I wouldn't go for a total defund. We need to turn it around, invest in training, yes. get yeah. more people from the black, 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 the black, black, sense like instead of defunding taking away resources it should be more about making them more um i don't want to say more effective just more yeah just like you said like more training and then again more awareness in schools and then even outside of schools i feel like it's not just the it's also like um a lot of kids don't have any black male role models to look up yeah. to like especially here it's either they will look up to uh musicians or footballers and it's yeah. never like um intellectuals or um just people who are trying to do good i'm, I'm pretty sure there's like there's there, 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 there is there's several out there like i look up to akala he's a very knowledgeable man and he's very smart about the way he talks about things and he's very, very articulate in the way. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a big boss, and he's he's got a book uh, as well, which I really love, Natives, which shows the history or talks about the history of the British Empire and yeah. how that's affected Black people in the UK and also I guess around the world. But um, yeah, I feel like we need more Black male role models, and there isn't enough. I feel. No, no, there isn't, and obviously you don't hear a lot of the black role models, the black, the black male role models that you do hear about mm. don't often get the publicity. Yeah, but I have obviously. I'm in a group called obviously Black Owned Economy, and I am seeing, you know, in black males who own their own plumbing companies, mm. uh, jewelers, for example, uh, yeah. you know, built construction, building. Um, media creative companies from scratch, mm. all of those sorts of things. I'm he, I'm seeing that and it's good because yeah. it just goes to show that we're not they're not in a bubble yes. at the same time. So there's something for everybody and I'm just like, oh my goodness, wow. Mm. You know. And that's good. That's good. Like there's people out there. And I just I wish we could expose more of those people on the internet as well. Because I feel like that's where all the kids uh I mean I say yeah. kids but I mean anyone under the age of I guess twenty yeah. To, you know. But I do wish, you know, there was more for black businesses to offer more black for black businesses who are in those sorts of fields mm. to offer apprenticeships yeah. to people as well. Yeah. You know. Obviously, you know, I think that would be good so that 
you know, you had that someone there, not not saying that obviously, you know, they shouldn't, they shouldn't expose their options, but it'd be good mm. to see that actually there's the support there to say that, look, you know, so, we're in a season where we need to just be mentoring more. And there are, and there are places to be mentoring yeah, as well, yeah. but it'll be good to see investment in those black companies to offer apprenticeships mm. um, and skills developing as well, because obviously it's good hiring somebody, it but is. at the same time, yeah. I think with an apprentice, they can obviously study and they can learn. Yeah. At the same time, they can work. They can work and they can learn at and the same can, time as well. Yeah, yeah. And like you're coaching, you're coaching them. You're giving them a foot in the door mm. at the end of the day. Yes. So definitely more investment in these to offer more interest. So that if you go to some of them and I'm like, oh no, I don't. I just don't have that capacity mm. right now. But if there was grants and investments, yeah. where, You know, they could have that. Yeah. Because even my, even myself, I was actually looking for somebody um, to help me out. Just obviously with basic administration, email comes to I work full time around this too. Mm. And it was so happy that obviously it was a, and I put, and I put out an advert on my Facebook page. Um, it was a college kid that obviously saw the advertisement. But um, the thing is, I said some of the things that I have in place, because he was, he was hoping to do a placement. And I said, no, I can't give you a place because I would have to have that certain structure in place. But yeah. what I can do is obviously help give you some obviously tasks to yeah. do obviously administration. So you're sending out emails, you're mm. doing writing, you're communicating, you're on the phone. All those skills I can provide to you. Why I learned them myself, um, you know, and I've developed my own techniques. But I want to pass it down to you because at the mm. same time, I just want I want to sleep give you something just to get your skills up. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't, that was, if that was me, because I've been offered like skills like that before, so I just thought I want to give back and do something, but mm. you know, I think looking for, what they were looking for at the time, I just said, I can't because, you know, I've got to protect myself on this as well. Yeah, and yeah. I don't want to, you know, put myself in any reputation, but I said, look, the door is open. If you still want to, have that school because it was just monetary really. Yeah, at least at least you are providing the options for them. Yeah. At least, yeah, yeah. You know, smart, smart, smart kid, and I would have happily taken him on. Um, yeah. But at the same time, you know, if it is gonna be, if there's, if the structure just isn't there from my end, when I say structure, mm. you know, having to do the forms and everything like that that I don't have, you know, I wouldn't be able to do that. But yeah. like I said. My door is always open. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so if you still want to help out, if you still want to like do some basic emailing, because it's good to give back skills. Yeah. You know, it's your free time. Yeah. yeah. But I think you know I randomly just did something for you know, a hairdresser when I lived in the Channel Islands, and you know that was just in my free time, and you know just did a little bit of poster designing and whatnot. Yeah. So you know it wasn't like paid or anything. It was just like you know, hey. I love that. You know, I love that. And plus, yeah. and plus, she was actually my neighbor as well. So, <laughs> oh, there you go. Like, so, that's, yeah, that's good. It's, yeah, it's just about it's about just you know showing what you can give as mm. well. You know, even if you don't have the money, you're just giving that skill. You're giving that, you're giving them the skills. Yeah, yeah. Because again, that's another way of um, adding value and not yeah. taking away. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's that's. That's something that should be celebrated and that's that's Definitely. really really powerful yeah there's still a generation that doesn't know how to type a basic email 
there is mm. still a generation that doesn't know how to articulate themselves in front of, you know, say somebody that they want to, you know, that they, who they want to obviously get mentorship for jobs. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it was just giving the basics basic skills really mm. you know typing speaking on the phone communication yeah. you know big on communication and if it isn't wrong if it isn't the light i'm not interested yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah uh okay so uh i want to ask you this question as well because we're coming to the end um yeah <laughs> and of course you are you're a poet so we can't we can't yeah. leave this podcast <laughs> without hearing some poetry but before you, yeah. Before you do that, though, uh, I want to ask you, like, how can, like, what, how would you advise someone who wants to, uh, so they live in the UK and they want to help out or get more involved in the black community, um, but they don't know how to. What okay. What would be like it's the definitely organizations? Okay. Cool. Yeah. As well. Do yeah. your calls because not everybody's legitimate. Yeah. Um, as well. Follow up with people. Mm. Um, some places might even ask you for a CV. It all depends on the company. It all depends on the company. It all depends on the business. Mm. Um, as well. But just keep your options open. Don't limit yourself just to one. Keep your options open. Uh, two, be approachable. Mm. Um, be trustworthy as well. You know, because obviously we know in the black community, one thing that will stunt us is trust and we don't trust you each want to other. make sure that you're, yeah. you're, you don't you don't fit into that bubble. Mm. You don't you're not in that bubble as well. You know, yeah. and also make sure what you're doing is for the right reasons. Just don't do it because you just want to do it. Yeah, you know, there's got to be something behind it exactly. as well. Yeah. Because uh, you know, someone might think, oh, it's an extra job to get paid, mm. but money shouldn't even be the first thing. It should be your motivation. Because I've always. I've always, I've always said to people, but look, it's not about the money for me. It's mm. because I love it. Yeah. And if you're passionate about something, go for it. And yeah. you know what? Another thing is, if you're willing to develop your skills to add to your CV as well, that's mm. another reason. Yeah. As well. So think about it in a multi-dimensional way um, as well. Yeah. Because as I said, obviously, I like to get involved with certain, I like to get involved with certain things. It may not necessarily be involved with in black community projects but at the mm. same time you know just being a team player yeah so as well yeah okay it's very valuable yeah. and developing yourself within a team okay too, cool. because i think that's what obviously we, some of us some, some of the some of the community we lack because we want to get on top we want to get on with a certain type of people but we've got to be able to get on with everybody yeah even if we don't like them yeah yeah that's true I, I like that i like that so also um what, what i got from that is like work, your, work on yourself as a person so like you're good enough as well to yes work with other people yeah 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 i, I mean obviously you're, you're gonna do, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna learn anyway you're gonna learn yeah. as you go along mm. because obviously nothing comes instantly no patience but at, but at the same time make sure obviously you sort of apply that outside as well because especially like when it comes to interviews and things like that mm. they people, are going to ask you know what sort of person are you and mm. you know what would people say about you yeah to what sort of skills do you have to offer that yeah. sort of thing so you need to be able to sell yourself basically yeah you're gonna be, yeah. Able, to, you're gonna be able to you're gonna be able to sell yourself yeah. 
yeah. as well because at the same time people want to know you yeah what you've done mm. as well yeah beautiful and that's and that's and i think that's that's what i've had to do i've had to say who i am what i'm about just get straight to the point yeah really yeah. especially in some of the things that i've done in terms of my promotion mm. in, in person and over the phone really yeah. so yeah and in email <laughs> as well. of course of course so, yeah. yeah yeah i like it like i feel like i've gotten to know a little bit more about you now and uh and I, I did I did listen to some of your poetry. Uh, the one you have on Anchor, the Let's yes. Make Up. Yes. Yeah. Well um what inspired that? Before you before you read the, the ones that you prepared okay. today. Okay, so what inspired it is because recently I've just had a bit of a I'm not gonna say a make off haul. I wanted uh. to, you know, change, you know, a few things that I were still combining some of the current stuff with all of the new stuff that I'm sitting in front of okay. <laughs> as well, as a female that you do. But I didn't want to, you know, then just do a whole makeup thing without flipping the script mm. as well. So for me, I still wanted to keep it fun, keep it lighthearted, but just remember that actually it's a temporary fixture. Okay. And there are different reasons why a lot of people wear it. Sometimes it's not all for beauty. It's not, all the, it's not all the vanity, obviously. People are influenced by what they see. Yeah. We see social media. Mm. We see magazines. And, you know, that everything that people make out to see is yeah. as it is on the front as well. So mm. have fun with it. It's, mm. to say to, it's to say to ladies and some gents, because guys wear it too. Have fun yeah. with it. But remember that it's just a temporary fixture. It's mm. not permanent. You know, it should define who you are as a person. Yeah. And I think that's why, for me, the mascara part was what's behind the mask. Mm. What's behind the mask. And then, you know, lipstick, la- lipstick lady, yeah. you know, she's had to, you know, because I'm a lipstick lady, she's been through so much it's had to get so much grips but you know what she's still worth it yes she might have her ways but behind that you've got to understand why she's got to where she is mm. you know she's still a work in progress regardless yeah. of what you say she's gotten the grips mm. she's had to live with what she's just to deal with what she's dealt with she's had to go through stuff but she still can walk tall as mm. well Yes, I like that. I like that. I like how it, it almost, uh, I don't know if you meant to, if you meant it this way, but it's, it almost sounds spiritual as well. It's like nothing is permanent, but yeah. like, but enjoy yourself, right? Nothing's permanent, yeah. but enjoy yourself. So yeah. Definitely. I like and that. obviously if you don't wear, if you don't wear the makeup, it doesn't mean you're not real. Mm. It doesn't mean you can't be, you yeah. know, yeah. valued because we are still beautiful. Mm. I don't look like how I look like every single day. Mm. I can tell you that from now. Because <laughs> my face my face needs to breathe. Uh. I have fun with it, but my face has to, you know, the, you know, if I wear this so much, you know, I'll start to get spots and things like that. And I right. don't really want to have too many blemishes and all of that sort of stuff. I've got to make sure that I you know, I take care I've got I've got one I've got one body that I take good care of it. Yeah. You know, don't don't abuse it. Of but course. it doesn't mean that actually they they lack you lack 
realness. You are mm. still human at the end of the day, and you are still beautiful because beauty is about the inside as well. Yes. Have fun, but remember, beauty is on the inside of it. Mm. Mm. Powerful, powerful. Okay. And I find you to flip the script. Yes. <laughs> Now this is this is my favorite part. I was I was I'm looking Ooh. forward to this. Like I wanna <laughs> I wanna hear this. You've been waiting all yeah. day for this, guys. You've been waiting for okay. this. Let's let's. You've been waiting for this. Open okay. your ears. So, open your hearts. Okay. So, right. I am gonna read one long one, and I'm gonna read one short one. Awesome. So, cool. the first one I'm gonna read is phenomenal. Phenomenal. As well. And this sort of describes what I like, what I like to do, whether it's poetry or any other interests as well. Mm. So here it goes. And the acronym is in the name. If you can get the acronym, if you can get the, the word in the acronym. Uh. <laughs> Good. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so here it goes. Passion for what you do, having the mindset to push through, even when you feel like giving up, never underestimate who is looking down from above. Open your eyes real life. You have what it takes. Meet each moment with a handshake. Especially when you worked hard to achieve, notice God makes no mistakes, as in him you should believe. Anything is possible. Remember, you are phenomenal. Listen, learn, have faith, and see the great rewards in return. Oof. Okay. That's that's powerful. That's powerful. <laughs> too, 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 too fiery for you? <laughs> too... No, no, I'm still, I'm still processing right now. It, it, it's, it sounds like uh, it's about faith, isn't it? It's about faith, but also just being passionate about what you do mm. and realizing, you know, what even when you feel like giving up, remember mm. who is looking down from above. So it's a mixture of the two. Okay. But the act, the word of this is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Powerful. You Powerful. are phenomenal. Mm. Right. And my second piece um, is, it's all about like, mental health. Um, mm. You know, people, obviously, and people say, how are you? How are you today? But people don't realize, actually, it's okay not to be okay. Yeah. So here yes. it goes. It's okay not to be okay. God loves you in every way. We all express ourselves differently. Some may see your challenge as a weakness. I see it as a test towards betterness, a powerful testimony for greatness. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. I like that. And I like just, that. Yeah. yeah. And I, as I said, every piece that I write, there's a story behind it as well. Mm. Um, I'm going to read one more okay. as well, just yes. obviously round yeah, it up. Yeah. This one is, I'm not going to pick, but it's on, the, it's on the page that I actually have. Okay. Yeah. Just to round it off, really, just something a bit brighter. Yeah. So, <laughs> bring some joy. Bring some joy. Bring some joy. Yes. yes. May your days be bright. I pray that God shines His light. May your actions inspire peers who desire to aspire. May your passions be troubled and your blessings be. Na double double. Double double. May your blessings be doubled. Double. I did that just for you. I did yeah. that just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. You're um, okay. Okay. Uh, where, where can people find you? Like I've I've enjoyed okay. making so doing this podcast you with you. You can find me. 
on yeah. Facebook, so you can go to Poetry Binary. I am okay. on Facebook yes. as well. I am on YouTube. Mm-hmm. YouTube is a mixed bag. Why is um, that? As well, YouTube, Poetry Binary on okay. YouTube. So the same name for my Facebook and the same, way, same name for my YouTube channel. Yeah. So I've got videos on there. Um, some of them I've got different video series. So it's not everything on my YouTube. It's not necessarily mm. poetry. It's more the spoken words, encouragement, talking about topics that don't get picked up in the church. Oh, um, wow. yeah. yeah. As well, because we've got we've to re- reach the masses mm. um, in the best possible way. Not just through five things. No. Um, no. I'm also on Anchor yes. as well. Yes, and you obviously are. Spotify. Yeah. Um, the way that got picked up is obviously I put, I put myself on Anchor. Mm. Um, that was my second time going on Anchor because I did a podcast with somebody in the US yeah. um, some months ago. But then obviously um, Spotify picked it up. Yeah. So Anchor's the host, but you can listen to me on Spotify, um, Pocket Casts. Yeah. Um, and there's another one as well, Overcast. I Overcast, that's that, yeah. I remember. So, yeah. yeah, any of those. Okay. Um, I am on Instagram as well. Yes, but I do you are. Find yeah. My personal and my poetry together because the traffic is through, the traffic came through there. Oh, okay. As well. Yeah. So, I am going to say this my Instagram is McKen underscore 93. Yeah. That's McKen underscore 93. But to, if you want to collaborate with me, if you want to know more about it, about what I do, send me an email. Um, cool. You know, I have an email, poetrybinary at yahoo.com. Well, I'm gonna spell my name, by the way, because my name's a bit. It's, it's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna put all your details in the description, anyways. Yeah. But yeah. yeah but for people who are listening, probably on Spotify or Anchor. Anchor um, poetry by poetry poetry binary. Okay. Um, you can find that obviously whatever's on Anchor will sometimes be picked up on Spotify because mm. Anchor's the host. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Spotify picks it up. Mm. So be it. So, Are you gonna make any any new episodes on Anchor? Oh. I am gonna put on a new episode. As I've said, obviously, with that upload that I recently put on, mm. to acknowledge the listeners because I do check my stats. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and you got listeners you know, from listen, from listeners everywhere. From Serbia. Serbia, you know? yeah, Serbia. That's amazing. Turkey's re- Turkey and Turkey's recently yeah been added to that list as well. So I'm quite shocked. I mean, on Instagram, my supporters have been from at home in the UK, mm. the US, yeah. um, India, mm. um, as well, and South Africa. South yeah. Africa is really my first international live stream with um, a creator by the name of obviously Laudi, um, mm. gospel poet from Gospel Poets of South Africa. So that was my, international, my first international video live stream yeah. about race and so forth, this yeah. poetry. Um, so that's more the visual side, but mm. audio, it's getting picked up, even in Ireland. Ireland yeah, is yeah. I've listened to. A, so, a lot of people are listening to podcasts now. A lot of people are listening. Yeah. And obviously, I've never, I'll be honest with you, I've never been a podcast person. Is until it? I saw a project from um, one of the one of, a creative in the US mm. that obviously reached out to me some, some time ago. I've mm. been involved in two projects, um, well, actually, three. Three. Oh, was it two? No, three. Yeah, two with one person and one with another person. One, two visually, two visual, one audio. Okay. Uh, as well. Um. And are they? Well, are they? Oh, were they live streams or did you record them as well? Right. So the podcast was, 
on audio that was pre that was pre-recorded okay you know that was obviously a top that was different women from all over the world because i wasn't the only international guest okay there was one from africa as well on there um I should uh, I s- send me the link to that as well. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the description as well. To that one, yeah. as well. But, before, but the way she reached out to me was she asked me, "What is the poetry scene like in Birmingham?" Mm. And I thought, "Okay, great." But it was Birmingham, Alabama, and I yeah. said, "I'm in Birmingham, UK." Uh, I was like, "Oh, hello, yeah. <laughs> hello, Alabama, <laughs> sweet home, Alabama." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um. You know, that was an audio one, but my first project with her was a visual one, was Love Is. And Love. that's where she sort of introduced me uh, um, as yeah. well. And there was another one as well that, that saw, that liked what I did and said, oh, let's revolve you in obviously a visual project, obviously. Can we share your poem? I'm like, yeah, sure. Mm. They, it, they shared it. And that one was a new, that was a new, that was New York Whoa. as Whoa. well. So, yeah, that. You, you know, I didn't expect to be going global. I think, mm. I think it was last year or the year before, I started to see, when my Instagram started to grow a little bit more, yeah. I started to see that like, in India and so forth. But obviously, I didn't really want to say anything because I'm quite humble in that respect. I don't like to share. Yeah, you don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah. But when I see, when, when I see what I saw, when I saw what I saw by uh, Anchor, I thought, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, okay, but I just wanted to cater to the audience yeah. who are listening because visually, not everybody's going to hear, not everybody's no, going to see no. yeah, that's um, true. certain things as well. Yeah, but so, yeah, but yeah uh, I feel like I could talk to you all day. <laughs> I, I really could. You're full of good energy. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, but yeah, uh, thank, thank you for coming on. Like, this was, I enjoyed talking to you. And, and I enjoy talking to you. Yeah, I hope. Um, you know, I just want to say shout out to Nathan Grizzle. Yes, that amazing shout human being. Shout out to him. Yeah. Very amazing. Mm. Very, you know, passionate about yes. what he does. Yeah. You know, when he saw my passion, mm. I thought, oh my goodness, wow, thank you. I can't thank you enough. So, Nathan, when you're listening to this, he's, he's listening. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I am Is he listening? Oh, he's going to. He's going to. <laughs> Yeah. It's going to, yeah. yeah. I just want to say thank you. I appreciate you and I value you so much. So thank you and thank you for seeing, you know, my creativity and introducing yeah. me to another amazing creative. I don't know, maybe one last question. Like, what brings joy in your life? What brings joy in my life? Yeah. Oh, apart from poet, apart from poetry, yeah. you know, I just love exploring, okay. learning new things. Just gaining new knowledge, really. Mm. I think the world is so big, you can't just, you know, limit yourself yeah. um, as well. You know, I love listening to different types of music, mm. to different types of art as well. I do that at sports too. So forgive me for saying this, I support Arsenal. I have been for almost 20 years. You're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> You're talking to the wrong guy. Like, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I'm it's talking. Okay. It's okay. I'm talking. Uh, um, you okay. know. I love I love to travel as well, but unfortunately, mm. COVID nineteen the lock off, changing plans everywhere. So like changing yeah. plans, so yeah, yeah, you know. And obviously, I like you know watch different TV shows, but American more or less. I don't think there's really much the British side of things. But no, unless it's not something not really. really good and something that would really hook me in, mm. um, as well. So I'm quite I'm quite an all rounder. 
yeah, quite yeah. Well and I, I can see how all that brings joy to you. Um, you, yeah. you I can see the, the glow that you have as well as a person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. but yeah okay um let's let's end it here thank you for coming yeah and, let's end uh, it here thank you for having guys, me guys thank you for listening as well um i'll see you next time i'll see you next time yes take care thank you